everyone. I'm doing a podcast about our fantasy football league this year. Um, some of the things I will talk about on a weekly basis is transactions, um, what you've done and what I think of it. Another thing is specific teams. I will interview owners, have owners on the show. Today, I have owner of the Pittsburgh Squealers, Danny McHale. Danny, say hi. What's up, Bash and Whacker football? And there he is. Um, he's very hyped. He's drinking Gatorade. Not sure why that's important, but now you know. Um, so today, what I'm going to talk about is offseason, how people are doing, what their keepers are going to be, um, keeper situations for teams generally some of the rule changes that we're going to go through. Um, First, we're going to go with rule changes. So the first one that was proposed, I believe, by Caleb Steindel um, is to get rid of kickers. I'm not sure who proposed that. It might have been... Nope. That is is absolutely out of the question, Quincy. Okay. um, So why why do you want to keep kickers? Man, my kicker was one of my lead scorers last year. And what stats did you use to predict when your kicker was going to be good? I just know he's going to be good. I had had two of the top five kickers. Okay. so That that um, was my strong spot last year. Week to week, how do you choose between them to see which one you're going to play? You know, because fantasy football is all about the predictability, the um, statistics you can look at, and the planning you can do to see how you're going to do. So just help the people out there to know how they're going to use kickers. Well, you see, well, one of my uh, kickers was injured for half of the year, so I had to pick up another kicker who happened to be in the top five because nobody cares about kickers. Yeah, um, so I'm not sure. I'm playing the devil's advocate here. I actually would like to keep kickers, um, but we will have a vote on that at the draft to see if we're going to keep kickers or not. Um, another thing that was proposed that I think is totally ludicrous is um, for us to have an auction draft. So for those of you who don't know, an auction draft is when instead of picking the players in turn, everyone starts out with a budget of 100 or 200 or a million dollars, whatever it is that I arbitrarily decide, and then you bid on players... Um, against each other to decide what your roster is. Now, some people say that this is more fair, but I disagree because it is more fair for everyone who has an equal amount of knowledge. However, that is not how our league is. So for some of the newer owners who don't know as much, like um, Danny McHale, that wouldn't be good. So Danny, what are your thoughts on doing an auction draft? I think it's completely bogus. I think we should stick with uh, our old-fashioned tradition of Sounds good. snake yes. draft. Um, so we, again, will vote on that, although I don't think it has any chance of... Um, being changed. Another thing is adding a head coach spot to our league. So in addition to all the other roster spots that you start and bench, there would be a head coach spot. And you would get points for a win or for a penalty one, I mean a uh, challenge one, and that type of thing. Um, That I'm interested in. Danny, what do you think about that? It's all right. I think it could work. Yeah, and what I would do maybe if we did that is um, give them very low points, maybe a point for a win or something like that, just to see how it is, see if we like it. Um, So those are all the rule changes we've discussed. So just so everyone knows, if you haven't heard yet, um, I don't know why you wouldn't have heard because I've sent out a lot of emails about it, so it's your fault if you haven't heard, but our draft is this, uh, Yeah, I don't know what day it is, but it's the 9th. So now we're going to get onto the teams. Um, I'm going to open up the teams here so we can see what the keepers are looking like. Um, Danny is going to tell you who his keepers are, what he's looking at changing for his keepers this year. Well, you see, Quincy, I acquired Patrick Mahomes in the offseason. So that, yeah, that was I, a, I know I, about that, actually. I um, acquired him to you, if I can use that phraseology. That was a, that was a, big, uh, a big win for me. So I can team him up with Travis Kelsey, who I previously acquired last year. 
So that's going to be my, my big combo for this year. So I'm going to keep those two. And then I recently acquired Dalvin Cook from uh, Barclays Bakery. So okay. he's, he's going to be my third. So all of your keepers are acquired from trades. Why is that? Do you think that says anything about your team from last year? My, my team was la- from last year. It, it was all right. We made yeah. the playoffs. You did? I thought we did. Pretty okay. sure. I'm pretty sure I he made may the have play. made the playoffs. I can't check that because we've moved on to the next season. Um, season, anyway. The first team we're going to be looking at is a way better team owned by Joe Chapman. Um, some of you may know him, and um, he has a really tough decision because he has Ezekiel Elliott, who is now considering a holdout from the beginning of the season and um, some of the camp. And he also has Le'Veon Bell on his team, who is a good prospect for a keeper. Um, For his wide receiver, it's pretty easy, pretty obvious what he's going to do. He's got DeAndre Hopkins, the number one wide receiver on most people's draft boards, and one of the top wide receivers from last year. Then after that, it gets a little tricky. He has Aaron Rodgers, who had a very down year last year. Um, And then he has no tight ends, but I would be open to trading him a tight end if he's listening. Um, so Danny, if you were a way better team, who would who do you think you would keep? I'd I'd stick with Le'Veon Bell because I think I think Ezekiel always kind of a risk, and I think all right we have a conflict of interest. <laughs> um, who would you keep if you aren't trying to get him to trade you Ezekiel Elliott? Well, I want Ezekiel Elliott. So oh okay that- all right. So uh, he's too biased to comment on this. We're going to skip to our next guest who we don't have. Um, we'll go to our next team, which is the IR Zombie Garopolips. He he had a rough year last he year. He had a very rough year. His name is also too long. Um, so his keepers, he had the unfortunate player known as Kareem Hunt, who um, did something bad. He was a bad boy. He got cut from his team and moved to a new team where he is the backup. And he is suspended for four games or more. Um, so that would have been an obvious keeper for him, but it obviously won't be now. So he's stuck. He's got Joe Mixon or Nick Chubb. Um, between those two, Danny, who would you keep? I think Joe Mixon's a safer bet simply because with A.J. Green possibly out now, there's their offense is probably going to run through Joe Mixon. Yeah, especially the carries he's going to get. Even if he doesn't have a lot of touchdowns, he still has consistency. At the wide receiver position, he has an equally difficult decision, but for a different reason. He has Juju Smith-Schuster, Devontae Adams, and Mike Evans. So he's going to have to either trade some of those off, maybe get a adequate running back or just keep them and I don't know why he would keep them all uh, just to be mean to the rest of the league between those three who would you keep I think I would probably keep Devontae Adams I think the same way I think you could trade Juju for some picks yeah we've got we've got some Steelers fans in the in the league so um, that could be a good trade but Devontae Adams again same situation with Joe Mixon he's probably their best offensive threat so yep Um, so when it comes to his last keeper, he traded away um, his tight end to me, which was a great decision for me, but not really for him. Um, so we're not sure what he's going to do there. He could keep Mitchell Trubisky, but he sucks, so I'm not sure why he would do that. Um, any thoughts on who his third keeper could be, Danny? I don't know. Uh, he doesn't really have that many options. He's got a lot of quarterbacks on his bench. He has, um, wow, that's I think, three quarterbacks, three quarterbacks plus a starter. Oh, so four. He, four. You didn't see Phillip Rivers right there. Yeah, he has five quarterbacks on his roster right now. Uh, Phillip Rivers, Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, Cam Newton, and Mitch Trubisky. So he has uh, quite a strategy going there. All right, let's move on to the next team um, after that unfortunate team that we just discussed. Trust the next me. one is Team Muscles and Mascara. Um 
they have a pretty easy keeper situation for running back. They have David Johnson and not much else. Um, Kenyon Drake could be considered, but I think it'll be pretty easy for them to choose David Johnson. Um, when it comes to receiver, though, it, they really they've got another one. Uh, Michael Thomas and Stephon Diggs, but Michael Thomas has been great. He was um, top 10 last year and probably will be this year, too. Now here's yes. I think what you do here is you might want to keep Drew Brees and Michael Thomas, keep them together. Yeah, the stack could be dangerous this year, but do you worry about it all with keepers? Drew Brees' age, he is uh, getting pretty old now. I don't know. I mean, in the long run, it's probably not the best idea. But yep, um, they do have. They recently made a trade for Evan Ingram, um, who is an up and coming tight end, and with Odo Beckham leaving the Giants, he really could have a huge impact. Um, especially if anything happened to Saquon Barkley. Not with Daniel Jones on the squad. With Daniel Jones throwing the ball to no one, that could be tough. All right, the next team we're going to look at is the Pittsburgh Squealers, um, near and dear dear to my co-host's heart. Um, He already told us a little bit about that, and I forgot, so we're going to skip that. Uh Next, oh, he's sad about it. Is there anything else you'd like to say about your team? I think we have a chance to go far this year. Go far how far? Pretty far. Like, to the championship or not really pretty far pretty far all right he's unwilling to say anything specific on that which is you know i understand that with uh the team that he has next is barkley's bakery they have saquon barkley um an obvious first pick for most people especially with ezekiel elliott holding out i think he's a keeper yeah danny thinks he's a keeper um why do you like him just the consistency or i I just like him he likes him okay Yep, that's he's got good, the, he's good got thoughts. big muscles. He has big muscles, and, um, and there was something else. Oh yeah, he's still in young, so you know he'll probably be a keeper for the next five years. Um, when it comes to receiver, he traded away Tyreek Hill just before he was reinstated. So that's very unfortunate um, for one team and very good for another team. That's my team. Um, and after that, it's kind of tricky because he has Antonio Brown as a keeper for wide receiver. Antonio um, Clown. All right. Um, he also has Keenan Allen and Robert Woods. So he's got a tough decision there. Um, Antonio Brown could be really good this year, but with Derek Carr throwing... Oh, my co-host is shaking his head. That's not really that great because you guys can't see him, but he's going to tell you why he's shaking his head. I, I think Keenan Allen's the better the better option to, to keep because with the whole Melvin Gordon situation going on, you don't know what's going to happen with that. And Antonio Brown, he's on an... He's on a shaky offense right now. Yeah, um, his that offense is almost as shaky as your head, I would say. Yeah. Um, and also, Derek Carr is not very good. Um, and even though there are some statistics showing that he is one of the top deep ball throwers, he's just not good. Not good. Yeah, I think we can agree Derek Carr sucks, doesn't he? I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah. Um, then for the third keeper there, he actually has a lot of bench spots. He cut a bunch of his players. He has like nine, uh, five bench spots. So maybe Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson if he decides to keep a quarterback. Aside from that, the only other option he has is Jared Cook or the Bears defense. So he will probably be I looking. Think, I think the Bears defense is a possible option here. It is. It seems crazy to keep a defense, but they were phenomenal last year. They scored a lot. They scored uh, 195 points, which is that was probably more, that's probably more than Derek Carr. That that was more than my kicker. That's more than your kicker, who you love. So could be the Bears, could be the only team keeping a defense this year. Next is Antonio Brown's Dancing Studio, also too long of a name. So just haven't noted that your name is too long and too cumbersome to say. Um, he has he had a very good team last year. Surprised he didn't go farther. 
Um, if I hadn't also been there, he probably would have won, but I was just really good. So he has Christian McCaffrey, who is just kind of no one talks about him because he's so good and nothing needs to be said. He scored, I think, more than everybody except for um, Saquon Barkley and Todd Gurley last year. And he had almost 300 points. He's awesome. Um, he can catch passes, which adds consistency. Um, so I'm just curious now, who would you prefer, Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey, Danny? Hmm, that's a, that's a tough question there, but I think Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley just because he's the only thing on that team, or why is that? Well, that and he's just he's big and strong and he's young. Okay, and he, um, he can catch passes too. Okay, so you're worried about the age. Okay, Christian McCaffrey, he isn't that old either, either is he? Or? No, but Saquon Barkley, I believe, is younger. Okay, and then he has a great keeper for tight end. He's got Zach Ertz, um, who is the number two tight end from last year. Uh, or, I'm sorry, the number three. Pittsburgh Squealers got number one. Um, yes, he has Travis Kelsey. He um, traded with the uh, dominate attack, dominate attack, and um, got Travis Kelsey last year. Dare I say it was a swindle? But it was a swindle. Except I think he traded away someone who's going to be good this year. Whoever the players that he traded away, I have no doubt he'll be great. Just based on uh, other trades that Pittsburgh Squealers have done, the players. Man, if you're an NFL player and you're on Pittsburgh Squealers. You're praying you get traded. So back to Antonio Brown's dancing studio. We talked about Christian McCaffrey, who was a pretty obvious keeper for him. Um, His other keeper, who is Julio. Julio, yeah. Julio Hones, our known and loved Atlanta Falcon. He is also getting up there in age, but he's probably got enough years left for um, him to be a good keeper. Soon to be probably the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. And Zachert, so his keepers aren't going to be too confusing unless Todd Gurley, who is also on his team, comes out as healthier than we've been learning. Um, in which case, it won't be a problem um, because he can trade Todd Gurley to me. Uh, I apologize. My host just said something inappropriate <laughs> off camera or microphone, and he's now laughing about it. So, um, yeah, he's not going to be back on the podcast probably. Let's go to our last <laughs> Let's go to our last team. Dominate, Dominate attack. Dominate attack. Uh, you should be an announcer. So he has a very interesting team. Um, a lot of Eagles. Not very good, though. I think it's underrated. Um, he has Tom Brady at quarterback, which would be an interesting keeper considering Tom Brady's uh, most recent extension of two years. The Patriots are crazy. They think he's going to live to be like, well, he's going to live to be old, but he's going to play to be old. Um, and then for running backs. He has Derrick Henry and Mark Ingram. I think um, I think Derrick Henry might be a keeper. Derrick Henry, he, I mean, crazy at the end of last year. He just, I think through his last, he had 22% of his points through his last four games, if I remember correctly. Dare I say he dominated. He did, and attacked. Um, he, I mean, he's known for that one game. 53 points, a bunch of touchdowns, um, a 99-yard run, one of the only people ever to have a 99-yard run. Then wide receiver gets a little dicier. Um, Alshon Jeffrey and Doug Baldwin. I don't think Doug Baldwin plays anymore. He got he retired, didn't he? He did retire. All right. Well, I doubt he's going to keep a retired player. Um, that'd be, so that'd be a bold move. That would. That would. You know, sometimes the unpredictability of Doug Baldwin it can come back to bite you. Anyway, um, Julian Edelman and Alshon Jeffrey are really the two people competing um, for a wide receiver keeper for him if he would decide to keep one of them. Um, for his third keeper, 
things are kind of tough. He's got Josh Gordon, who is trying for reinstatement. But what would you do in his situation? Harrison Bucker, hands down. Okay. What if kickers are gotten rid of? That's that's an atrocity. Okay, so you would plan that that won't happen. Um, who else? Harrison Butker. Just choose your three keepers from this team. I'd go with Derrick Henry. Um, I, I Joy, understand Joy, why you're struggling. Julian Edelman. And, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out of the blue. Nick Foles. Nick Foles, yeah. Just get the upside there. Uh, Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles, if, I, if I'm right about yes. that. All right, those are all of our teams. Um, thank you all for listening if you got this far. If you didn't, then I'm not thankful. Um, we will be having a podcast, probably not every week in the off offseason, um, but I will certainly have a draft recap and probably one more before the season starts. So everybody, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.